0: A free-for-all, uh, okay, after I make sure that my headphones are off, which they are, um, <laughs> I have a whole studio and I still record this in my phone, I'm like, yo, I wonder what this, uh, what this series would sound like, <laughs> in with this condenser microphone, and I don't care, because, um, at this point, this is, that's the grassroots aspects of this series, so... Excuse me. I love sweet potatoes. Anyway. Um. Ooh. I have WhatsApp on my phone. I never have that. I should get rid of that. (laughs) I forget. And then, like, I... Like, there are certain apps that I just don't... I typically turn my Wi-Fi off. Should do that? Ooh, I was unprepared. But, uh, actually my Wi-Fi has to stay on this time. Um, which is not a big deal. I typically just don't, um... I don't know, sometimes when I'm recording the series I get like a weird feedback, Um, almost as if the things that I'm saying are being echoed or amplified back to me over like some kind of like system, like a loud speaker, but not, it's a very strange sensation, so I try to limit, um, I try to limit as much um, as possible, because up to now I've been like a pretty uh i don't know like a like a normal person so i'm kind of like web neutral um you know like i've never been too concerned about like vpns and blah 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 but i mean like i probably should be a little bit more like (laughs) i've been hacked and you would think that that would be the end of it been hacked a couple times (laughs) a few times and you would think that would be the end of it but um I don't know. I never consider myself like ultimately important enough to for it to actually um, like have an effect. Like, I'm not that important, but um, I don't know. Sometimes I get spooked, so I should probably be a little bit better about my web security. Um, precautions I take during this series have always just kind of been like Wi Fi off, although I am about to. Tw- oh, no. That's right. Um, my google documents has been acting strange anyway um but i was just gonna take this episode since i'm like uh let's see you could say that i'm uh procrastinating on even like like should i even drop the eighth season or should i just come back in do this little uh ep and then um <laughs> and then uh go away but there's so much like There's so much story packed into everything up to now that I like revisit it in my mind and I'll be like, holy shit, like This series has been going on forever (laughs) Um, forever Um, and it goes on forever-er on paper, like even in a Like in a worse way Um, if you think two hours of me talking is bad, like two hours of me writing is considerably worse um, if I'm just, like, if I'm just, like, in my computer, um, typing feverishly um, and doing nothing but, like, two and a half hours can give us a, f- a few things. Um, but, let's see, uh, I was just thinking about this, uh, the order of which things go, and I think, I think I may have gotten it wrong, like, talked about it before and gotten it wrong. Um, the order of which things begin. So like beginning in the in the very beginning, um, before before the beginning of any of the series there are three no four. I just counted them. Um because uh the middle movie is like a part is like a two part movie, so it's technically two movies. Um but it's it begins with the trilogy. Um and the trilogy is let's see, it goes uh Scary Monsters in Supercree. To you. To you too. Uh, and then uh I can't remember what the third one is. Oh, it's like uh something <laughs> something when worlds collide. It's got like a subtitle. <laughs> it's uh Oh it's I think it's just enter the multiverse when worlds collide. And that's the beginning of I can't I think so. Um, and that's the beginning of the series, Enter the Multiverse, which is also the beginning of the Legend of Super Kree. Like, at the same time. They begin at the same time. Um, so, um, just putting that together in my brain was like, wow. And then, like, that's before, that's even before season one of this, this series, which we're still in, Enter the Multiverse. Or, so to speak, uh, Enter the Multiverse and its, uh, and its, uh, tributaries, <laughs> and it's, uh, sub-series, mini-movies, because it's, it's got, let's see, let's see if I can tear this apart from the beginning, because I don't think that I can, um, this is probably the part, like I said, I was gonna make notes, I'm not, um, I was just gonna eat some sweet potatoes and think about, like, how much shit has already happened, like, up to, like, you now in the story, um, because I was also thinking about, like, the, <laughs> the <laughs> like the the real world elements of like certain things like while well, there is like the like all the fantasy stuff um the legend of super kree and like even enter the multi enter the multiverse is more time traveling like has more to do with like time and space type things um but like the legend of super kree is is more like fantasy and even like sci-fi in a way that it deals with like more magic and um and like uh You know, like fantasy, fantasy magic, you know, Harry Potter type shit. Um, and even, um, Legend of Super like, plays with, uh, like, parables and even, like, kind of, like, um, you know, like, like, Greek theater type shit. It plays with a lot of stuff, but then it's got, um, um, the, the spin-offs. Let's see, Ascension. Ascension is a very, very early in the series. It's got lots of spin-offs, actually. It's got Ascension, Death Wish, um, let's see, Ascension, Death Wish, what else is happening in all of these fucking It's it's got all these timelines that um pretty much just like all these mini stories, like not even everything like some some of the um some of the spinoffs from like the original series, like the original like uh, uh saga yeah the original saga of the festival project because in in the beginning of all those movies that i just mentioned the scary monsters to you to you too and then uh when worlds collide like also also with that has like some like the festival trip the very first movie in the festival project um which then also has like a bunch of its world spins off into other like festival-based uh like what is that movie oh i think it even only had a working title of amnesia but so many things have been called like amnesia that it never it never had anything more than a working title but that one's a that's a really cool movie um which i wrote just in case you see anything like it because i'm about to tell you the synopsis of it um so just in case you see anything like this i wrote it and I promise that I did, um, you know, because it was still, it was written in the beginning of the festival project when things were still very festival, um, still based on the ground and still getting inspired from like being a, you know, like an actual raver, um, a raver, uh, let's see, amnesia, these, these girls, this group of girls, um, and they're really funny, it is a comedy, Um, like, they they go to a camping festival, and, um, like, they're out in the woods, and they trip over this DJ, like, pretty much in a ditch, but there's lots of DJs and ditches in this series. Um, it's like a running joke, (laughs) like, like people would just be, like, running around and trip over something. It's like a DJ in a ditch, but, like, you know, what else is new? Um, but, um the beginning of the series has, like, a lot of DJ stuff, especially when Enter the Multiverse opens up, um, like, out of these worlds, but one of those worlds, Amnesia, they, like, uh, they find this dude, um, that's, like, not conscious at the time of their discovery, um, you know, um, and then they realize, they're like, oh shit, like, um, do you know who this dude is do, who the, who this dude is um by the, by the time this dude comes to though like he doesn't even know um who he is um and that's the that, that's the plot of that story kind of um i would say that's the beginning and enough to not spoil it cuz it actually is a good movie um it's really funny um there's like a lot of one-liners in that one um it's and it's a it's a super easy movie with a fun twist at the end the uh, <laughs> um but oh even that movie has spinoffs what the fuck that movie does have a spinoff because I can't remember what the fuck they're doing in the second movie um but that that girl <laughs> like one of the one of the uh there's three girls they're all roommates and uh I can't I can't remember what's happening in that and that other movie um uh, at all but I do remember that it does have a spinoff now I just remember that I should go find that Um, a lot of the stuff I can't find is just buried, um, buried in other stuff, like, other ideas that I didn't necessarily, like, keep rolling with or, like, stuff that I just forgot, which is cool. Sometimes my work is, like, a time capsule and, and, uh, (laughs) you know, it, like, entire worlds get lost in there and that's cool, uh, I'll find them when they're supposed to be found. I think I end up stumbling across whatever I need like as far as like my work from my library whatever i've written that's like i've forgotten about resurfaces whatever um the ep the ep that's gonna come out after story um that it wasn't an accident i was making it very much on purpose and then it just like uh um not even lost traction i was just moving around so much that like everything that was on that ep got like buried and scattered and i'm just now finding like what's funny is i'm thinking that that's not a like that that's not even like a fully completed project and then i'm like looking like i'm discovering tracks as i'm going through my library now and like um updating and moving things around like oh shit that's like you know at least 75 percent, so that's cool Um, and that one is probably, as raw as it is, probably gonna take a little bit more time to come out, because I actually did have some pretty cool video concepts behind them, and I don't want to, uh, let those slide out of the, uh, let those slide. Those are cool videos, so I actually have to fucking, uh, have to put, like, my director hat on and find a way to, like, actually find, like, a cast that's gonna work for fucking biscuits and crumbs. Crumbs of biscuits. (laughs) um, I don't know, maybe, uh, I don't know, um, (laughs) when I was in, like, when I was an actor, they used to pay us in pizza sometimes, so I think about doing that to people, but then I think about how it felt to get paid in pizza, and I'm like, this is not a cool feeling, (laughs) um, so I was like, this is your, you know, here, it's a 16-hour rehearsal, but there's pizza, like, fuck you, (laughs) um, yeah, um, Let's see. Uh yeah. Uh, this series. Blah 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 blah. Where am I at? Ascension. Ascension's a cool series. Um, Cause we're in the spinoffs now, right? Cause there, there's that whole big explosion at the beginning. At the <laughs> at the very beginning, it's nothing but chaos and fucking corruption, horrible things. Nobody knows what's going on whatsoever at all. Uh, it's nothing but, like, superstar DJs, um, you know, intense and fucking, like, everybody's confused and, like, nobody knows what's going on, but, you know, there's always a DJ. There's always 30, um, let's see, and that's, that's, those first four movies are actually not, like, built around the series. The series were built around them, so they don't have as much of the, like, they don't have, uh... I don't know. I don't like each series kind of developed its own flavor with the with the uh, advancement of the podcast. Like the each series developed its own, like Ascension's world got very very broad in itself, um, very separate. Like the the um, all of the all of the different worlds. What, what was I actually fucking thinking on um, before before I skip back to Ascension? Oh, these (laughs) fucking amnesia, what else came out of that era? The festival trip, amnesia, what else, what else? Oh, uh... There were, like, some concept uh, albums, like, written in the beginning from the perspective of, like, the, the culture, I guess, like, being in the rave world, uh, like, long, long proses, like, long, long ciphers and stuff that are Um, meant to also be like short films, Um, so I mean, I think uh, one that I can remember that actually like speaks to my memory is called like Where's Sarah, Um, it's like this uh, this long, you know, this three-part story, uh, and I couldn't even tell you, I wouldn't even know today where to put my hands on that, uh, (laughs) where to put my hands on that work. At all. What what else is from the very, very beginning? Um, That's just like nuts and monsters. Um, (laughs) It is nuts and monsters in the beginning. Um, That's pretty much all all that's happening is shit that shouldn't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This does, I mean, like, there's no doubt about it. Like, from the beginning, she's like, oh, yes, you've you've definitely crossed into an. you definitely crossed a few dimensions, um, how hard, how hard are you gonna try to get back to where you just came from, which is impossible, but for the most part, nobody's gonna let you know that until it's too late, (laughs) because it's entertaining to watch you struggle. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, that, um, let's see, what came, what came after, uh, when worlds collide? That, that was just the beginning of the series part, there was, like, nine movies that I just named, um, because I'm sh- pretty sure I didn't get to all of them. I know, th- I know Amnesia was definitely one of my favorites in the very early, like, where, let's see, it's just a bunch of feature length, like, comedies that, that are, like, uh, comedies. Some of them are, su- actually, some of them are super serious, because, you know, dance world is kind of shady as fuck sometimes. Um, but, um, but, you know, for the most part, it's, like, lighthearted, like, comedy shit. Um comedy shit and then everything just kind of gets into its own world um even in the uh throughout the series so enter the multiverse um is what is like spring-loaded from the ending of when worlds collide because that uh that movie is set up the way that i remember it more of like a i like this word I use it a lot, and (laughs) I will never not like it, although I am overusing it right now. It is kind of like a compilation. It's almost like a flashback movie. Like, in When Worlds Collide, they're like, do you remember this part? And they're like, no, when the fuck did this happen? And, well, it happened after this. And it's got, it's like a, uh, what's it, like a variety Yeah, like, a variety movie, where it's just, like, a bunch of clips and scenes that you've never, like, that don't really explain themselves, um, that you never see again. It's got, like, characters and shit that you've never seen. Um, oh, and that's because the third movie was actually the first, and it backtracks, um, because, um, well, here it is, like, through those first five, like, through those first five, six movies, um like the the, oh my god like I just don't it's like I still don't want to touch it with 10 foot full but it's like you got to because uh I don't know this is the kind of shit that could like really if you make it to the ripe old age of 40 (laughs) um this is the kind of shit that's gonna haunt me that I that it just got like stuck in like some fucking uh like wormhole somewhere um yeah, I- I don't know, but the character- the character's super great, um, I guess you would say it's, like, the main character of all these series until you hit- it will- I mean, like, until- until she's still the main character, <laughs> but, um, I think, uh, uh, she learned to shape-shift, and that's when it gets, like, I guess, kind of, like, creatively interesting, and also, like, more, uh, there are more characters that are super Kree that are that are actually not super Kree at all and so it's like super Kree can be anyone at a certain point you don't know and that's when um that's when legends kind of happens and i mean like this has been i've been building on this series for a long time so i mean like uh i had to i had to give honorable mentions earlier um in talking about like the grammys and like t swift but like i i realized that like T. Swift was actually really early on in the, in the script, um, there's, uh, okay, just because this scene, like, bounced into my mind all of a sudden as I'm cooking these sweet potatoes, um, I found the yellow ones that I like, <laughs> but, um, the, the scene just, like, popped into my mind where, fucking I can't remember how, but, um, um, Taylor Swift got like elected captain of the white bitches, which I'm not being racist by the way. This is like the name of their squad and it, they are like self titled. <laughs> they named themselves that. And it's not even bitches with like a traditional like derogatory like the way that you spell it. Um it, also things were not as PC like pre pandemic, I'm not gonna lie. Like people are way more like offended by air now. It's weird. it's like you stayed in your house for two years came out and forgot that the world was the world (laughs) um but oh I'm so offended oh you know you must include me I must be included (laughs) okay all right Karen fuck (laughs) um Yeah, when I started writing this series, that was before it became like a, a pop culture phenomenon to call the lady who asked for the manager Karen. I'm Karen all the time, I'll admit to it. Like, if something's wrong, I'm like, I want to speak to your supervisor. Oh, you're the supervisor. Okay. Um <laughs> well um, you know, but yeah, I think Taylor Swift became the captain, um, to the chagrin of the rest of the white bitches. B I T C H U S, by the way. U S bitches. Um, and even Supercree is like the captain of the white bitches at at one point, so it's not it's not really a race thing. Um, they actually are like a they're a very spec. they're like a special <laughs> they're like a special forces team within like they're not bamframs <laughs> but they're kind of they're like bamframs they are i think or or can't be because they're white pitches one of the two and um the, but they have like secret powers; they actually have like mad powers like when they when they go out and do their superhero thing, like you want them to be around. you actually can't go anywhere without them. you need them, and you're like fucking for anybody who's going to try and be offended at this. I wrote this for my love of white women, I really did um and their and their flair um the things that they can offer the world that like nobody else can. Um, and so, um, many different people, many different people are, are the captain over the series. I think, I think Miley was at one point. Um, and then she got, like, disbarred. I can't remember. I think she was, like, hanging on chandeliers or some shit. I can't, like, I, I was just envisioning the scene, um, that's, like, from the very, very beginning of the series, and I was like, holy shit, where is that scene? At this fucking house party. (laughs) At this house party. Um, and I can't remember how many of the how many of the, the folks are there, who else is in there, I can't remember, I, like, they just show up sometimes, have a hilarious scene, um, and then, like, go away, which is a lot of fucking characters, I realized at a certain point when I was writing this that it would be possibly in, excuse me, in some areas the most expensive <laughs> fucking project, they're just like, yo, dude, like, I'm like, you can't write this many lines for Beyonce. One, she's not going to say that. Two, like, how the fuck are you going to get Beyonce to sit here for 12 minutes for $0? I'm like, you're right, you know, six lines, six lines max, and we'll do it all in one take. Uh, (laughs) You know? um, we'll do a lot of cut takes, you know, we'll, we'll get all the, the B, C, and D list stars together on the same day, and we can do it, like, that way, and then all the A-listers can do, like, in their own time, they can do it on Skype, Zoom, and then we'll just kind of, like, edit it in, whatever, uh, (laughs) you know, you, you don't even have to read the lines, just actually, like, we'll, you know, at this point, if you're not still, uh, picketing that, we'll just use, like, AI, you know, (laughs) and, uh, You probably already signed the yes in one of your contracts. I'm not gonna lie. But, uh... (laughs) No, at some point I did realize, I was like, yo, dude, how am I gonna get uh, Michael Jackson to fucking cameo in this fucking rave scene? I don't know, like, (laughs) it's gonna be really hard to get that. Um, (laughs) Or even the rights to play, like, (laughs) a bar of his fucking song in any of these movies. Like, it's not funny anymore. What are we gonna do with Madonna? Like, yeah. So, um, but, because Legends has this, like, whole, I think it's kind of even, even, like, in the same world as, of course, like, well, anything that you've seen on TV, anything. Um, so any character from any world, or, or in movies, or, you know, heard in music, any character from any world can be in, like, if you're Bamframph, any place at any time, because that's what the fuck, you know, those uh, guys are doing, the Bamframphs, <laughs> the Bamframps are uh, like a super elite group of uh, time travelers, multi-dimensional people, magicians, fictional characters sometimes, (laughs) Um, pretty much like people who uh, uh, have gone through enough of the training to have earned, because it's like ranks, it's like the army, so you have to go through like To be a Bamframf, you have to go to Bamframf camp, and if you don't die there, and most people die there, um, then you can become, you know, um, like you get like the next rank, Um, and nobody, nobody. Um, whatsoever wants to be the captain of the Banff Ramps, um, unless, unless, by some fluke, um, Dylan Francis has become the captain in whatever um, dimension, <laughs> you know, uh, where the Banff ramps have any jurisdiction, and then everybody's upset, because um, nobody likes him, nobody likes him being captain, his Eliases don't even like him, they're always trying to take him out, like, his biggest problem is himself, um, easily, <laughs> easily um, period, um, but in the series, (laughs) um, that, that dude, um, is, I don't, I, um, well, I, I feel like that character could have his own episode, but, like, really, I don't have to tell you much about Dylan Francis, you can go fucking, (laughs) you can probably go see him down the street from wherever the fuck you're at right now, um, for a very low price, I'm not gonna lie, or you can get on the guest list for F-R-E-E, Um, That's usually an option too, but I'm pretty sure wherever you're at, he's at (laughs) like a block away Ready to sell you a ticket to dance for three hours um, to whatever (laughs) to whatever that is And um, in this in this series that is actually very important. It's been very important to have that um, device or like a tool Um, You know, I'm pretty sure you know, it, Dylan Francis is a hot commodity. It, it's a uh, you can uh, you can rent them at Home Depot, I think, for like nineteen dollars, but you have to pay a deposit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if you need that in your tool shed as much as I did though when I started to write the series. Um, nowadays, however, it's it's more of just like oh, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what uh, I don't. I don't know what this is absolving, apparently, like, some ancient ask, if if I'm being truthful in all my meditation and prayers and, like, reflection and literal, like, question marks in the cosmos about this, um, like, apparently it does, (laughs) like, like, apparently it does fulfill some kind of ancient prophecy, so, uh, I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see that, uh, uh, so to see that. So, so yeah, that uh, character is, uh, useless. Um, let's see who else is in the series. Of course, uh, BFF, uh, Diplo, since we're on the same, like, vibration or subject, but I don't know, Di- Diplo's uh, a whole nother animal, keyword animal. Uh, this dude has like 19 kids, um, none of them are the right color. <laughs> like, uh, that was a joke, but only because it, I think that it might have, uh, it could be taken the wrong way, <laughs> and I don't mean to offend anybody, um, cause it is a joke, but he does have 19 kids, it's not a joke, uh, you can look this up right now, um, uh, most of them are men children, that is, his, uh, specialty is, is creating more men for this planet, and, uh, I think he makes music on the side sometimes, I'm not sure, um, but he is too tall, like, officially too tall for him and I to even stand in the same room together, um, it, it, it might be possible, uh, that we can never be in the same room together, because he is too tall, and so, that, um, that's that that's that character, what does that character do in the series, he shows up sometimes to fucking compliment Dylan Francis and his shenanigans, no, he's, yeah, sometimes, yeah, um, he's in the, he's the, in the beginning of, let's see, when does shit really pop off, it's that, uh, oh, yeah, D- uh, Dylan Francis gets sucked through the daisy, <laughs> and, um, and, uh, he, yeah, oh he's not even like Diplo he's like just Dylan's friend because it's in the it's in the uh, it's in that weird parallel um, and then uh, Dylan disappears and he's like I don't know like he's just like in his house alone um, <laughs> alone so we think um, but it just cuts to it cuts to the next scene after that shit pops off um, did we <laughs> did, where does he end up um, I can't answer that cuz that would be spoiling it but that uh I don't know I really I really like that scene what else what other scenes were just like random popping into my mind um <laughs> supercree sometimes steals people's houses <laughs> she'll just switch their life um in like one singularity um that give that like pretty much gives her the difference between like that life her that being her life and that being their life um, so sometimes people end up in the wrong dimension they go home, and <laughs> she's like in their house, kicking it. Um, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? She's like, what? Um, <laughs> one of her, one of the things that she does in the very beginning is, uh, she switches all the celebrities to like, normal lives, like, <laughs> to one exact, like, opposite cross-dimension over, and it depends on the celebrity, but like, <laughs> like most of them are not okay with it, because they're broke. Um, and they, like, don't know how to do regular things, (laughs) like, don't know how to do shit for themselves, but, um, some of them are happy, some of them are so famous that when they get switched to, like, normal, they don't even try to go back, um, which causes a frenzy in Hollywood, because, like, I think it's, like, this one specific, it happens all at one time that, like, Hollywood just, like, implodes and collapses, and then, like, the people from the Bible come out and they're like, we told you that shit, like, (laughs) um, and yeah, that's, like, right in the beginning of, like, the, in the story, the, the battle, the final battle between, like, good and evil, and, like, heaven and hell, like, pretty much heaven and hell both open up, and there's this, oh, that thing, um, that I could never, (laughs) that thing, that's when that thing opens up in the sky, um, like, the battle between worlds, and there's, like, this rip- basically in time and space, because of, um, I think it's basically because of Super it like, like, too many things collapsed at once, like, too many too many dimensions all, all started, like, falling into each other's shit, because too many things, like, that, like, it pretty much, like, does not compute, <laughs> end of world, um, people, people are, like, escaping into side portals, or, um, <laughs> this is how the infinite rave begins, because um, there's like this mega bass drop, and then like people, <laughs> people disappear into like the different portals that that bass drop opens, like depending on their frequency, um, at that time and place. Um, and like there's a third factor that you find out it's like uh, the frequency of that time and place, the frequency of the time and place, um, and the connection to the music. Because some people end up like, <laughs> some people end up like in the past um, time traveling at that moment, like, the bit, like, they end up spat out wherever that song put them, I mean that's a problem, because you have missing bodies, you now have, like, an entire dance floor of people that got, like, transported to space, um, but they're, like, in a, they're, like, in a void in time and space, where, like, there's nothing, like, nothing at all, Um, but then Super shows up and she's like, I have cell service. (laughs) Like, everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, nothing works. There's nothing. There's nothing. We're just trapped on this fucking, like, empty spaceship in space at this rave. And, um, and then Super shows up. She's like, I have T-Mobile. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. Whatever. Um, or whoever's paying the bills. And, um, (laughs) and, um. Yeah, no, that, what else, what else happened in this fucking series to get us up to season 8? Like, this is all stuff that's happened before now. Um, But then, I think it got, like, really, it was always really weird and twisted and heady, because, like, if season 4 was definitely, like, Harry Potter-esque season, like, I could not, like, I could not, with words, describe to you the amount of shit that, like, I swore to God all the way up and down that J.K. Rowling, like, wrote herself. I'm like, what the fuck is this like you can't just do this in life and then have me think like it's not harry potter what you can't do all this harry potter ass shit um but i don't know harry potter pop hit Harry Potter was always like a, a. Of course, it's one of my. Of course, it's anything. Anything that was one of my childhood favorites definitely has like a more developed world, in the series than anything else. And while there are things that are that are not necessarily things that I grew up on, like Marvel, um, but I mean, like I guess Disney ate that, didn't it? So, ta-da, we're all family here. Um, you know, did Disney Marvel? Yes, I. I could be I, you know, wrong. I, I'm, but I don't think I am, because it's Disney, and, um, <laughs> uh, you know, Star Wars, also Disney now, uh, <laughs> um, everything is Disney, we went, the end. Um, I actually, I don't know, um, people used to tell me shit all the time when I was a kid, people would be like, Disney's racist, I'm like, eh, like, now as a fucking grown-ass person, I'm like, everything is racist, shut up, like, but people used to, like, scare me when I was, like, a way little kid, like, for nothing, because I loved Disney so much, but people used to be like, you know what, <laughs> and for the most part, I believed everything that they said, and it still did not deter me, I'm like, so what, like, uh, <laughs> you know predictive programming is safe um let's see whatever whatever what happened um let's see things things that are coming into my memory what the fuck happened oh the fucking oh the whole oh well where it started and where it got dark also was like the whole ausla world like holy shit and <laughs> i forget about that place because i have to um, it is still somewhere in the back of my mind, like, <laughs> crawling and creeping in the shadows of the weird, um, discombobulated movements of the strange, strange things that come out of Oslo. but, uh, hey, you know, they had to be, and, uh, you know? Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> the, uh, the Skrillexes. There was a lot of Skrillexes in the beginning, because that's all that there was. Um, on accident, it's, and it wasn't fair, but you know, I guess that's just kind of what I got, uh, like, when I got, um, where was I going with, oh, fucking A, because, it's after scary monsters, but I don't, I don't even know, because honestly, yes, Well, there is a portion of this series that takes place, like, in Ausla, because there's really no escape from it, and, like, Supercree spends, like, a whole, like, probably, like, the whole first part of the series at all, still in Ausla, I still, I remember recording that, so yeah, um, <laughs> still there, still trapped there, um, and <laughs> trapped, uh, what else would you call that? I don't know. Because in the very beginning, Super Kree is- is looking for Skrillex. Super Kree is looking for Skrillex because he doesn't exist. Like, he's nowhere to be found, um, at all in any of, like, the- the external- like, no dimension whatsoever, and actually it turns out to be, like, this wild manhunt where everybody in the world is looking for Skrillex, um, and he is exactly in the place that you would expect, um, or turns out to be, but that, 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 uh, character, ball um, is, is a really cool literary device because the word Skrillex does not mean anything and does, um, so. Uh, whatever. I I feel like this is a a strange thing, but it's gonna be, like, with me for the rest of my life anyway, no matter what I do. So, I mean, no matter (laughs) how rowdy the fucking, uh, horrible motorcyclists outside get, or, like, how many people cough on me in public, like, it's not gonna go away, no matter what I do. Um, I got my Oslo tattoo thinking that people would stop coughing everywhere I went and then I realized that it's, like, uh, it's a bigger burden on my soul than that. So at this point, I'm, like, I'm like, stay away from me, everybody stay away from me, don't come near me. Um, like, for you, because it's obviously something, like, wrong with my soul that would, uh, you know, would elicit that kind of fucking, like, horrible, like, my, my outside world life is not, like, cool, um, you know, like, for, for this, or whatever, but it is, like, um, you know, like, a truth, a truth, um, that's it, but yeah, no, I really thought, I was like, hey, like, yo, if, (laughs) if I get this tattoo, um, Like, I wanted it anyway. I don't regret it. I've had people try to pay to remove it, though. Like, people hate this tattoo so much. Um, or it's the question... It's the tattoo that gets looked at but never questioned. People ask about my other tattoos. Um, you know. And, uh... I tell them. (laughs) And I don't have to tell them anything about that one because they don't ask, which is great. Um, I I like it. It keeps, um even weirder weirdos away from me, it seems to work that way, I don't know, I do have a a very firm belief that, like, um, tattoos carry, uh, like, a certain kind of energy, I would never put anything on my body that didn't absolutely, like, mean, Um, and I would elaborate on that if I had to, but I don't, like, um, yeah, I was like, oh, maybe this will... Maybe this will do it, and that wasn't the main reason. But I was just like, maybe that'll be. I was like, maybe that'll be the end of it. But now, um, I don't know. I don't know why I made that connection. I think just like, I don't. I don't have to think too much about it um, anymore. <laughs> anymore. more. But um, let's see. Skrillex is not a hero. Oh, it's a literary device. Uh, at one point, it's literally. is like a. It's. It's. Uh, <laughs> We figure out that the reason why pretty much everybody in like the the known unknown universes are looking for this dude, uh, well, there's actually a few reasons. Some of them I can say, some of them I can't. Um, but uh, <laughs> like it's different things on different planets and different <laughs> worlds. So like these one aliens, these one aliens are actually specifically looking for him um because, because there is like uh they extract his tears and whatever's in like there is some there's something in his tears that makes their like they do something with it I can't remember what they do. Um I think they I think they put it in their food cuz it's like delicious or something. Um but, but they have like a special way of extracting it. Um and uh that shit's funny. <laughs> like also um Skrillex in the series a very um a skilled, highly skilled shapeshifter. Um, is also just as much not Skrillex as, as Supercree is just as much not Supercree. Um and whether or not they are in each other's bodies, uh, stands to be uh stands. But but they they are very often not in their own bodies in this series. Um, so whatever those, whatever those characters are doing, or sometimes, like, people are like, damn, like, what the fuck, <laughs> like, this person's really on one, like, no, the fuck, is just, you know, um, <laughs> it's different people in different bodies, um, which is why I get so fun, because it's not, you know, um, not necessarily what you think, you're not necessarily looking at who you think you're looking at, um, for, like, a majority of the series, um, and it and it gets to be a little bit wild and a little bit fun when there gets to be like more bodies and more people kind of on this like wild goose chase to figure out this thing because um, it when it comes down to it like a lot of a lot of these characters are just trying to move certain places into certain times um, and things so that um, you know certain timelines don't collapse or certain events um, don't happen you know they're running around with the DeLorean from Back to the Future for a while um you know different time machines from different fucking you know the doctor who fucking telephone booth is in there you know pretty much any any device like like i said it borrows from anything in pop culture cuz that's what it is at, but at a certain point in all of these series there's such a uh like the real world and the fictional world of it all starts to merge so uh so closely that I think for the audience, it should, there should always be a feeling of like not really, not really understanding like what is happening or what just happened. Like you, you should never have a sense of like reality with the series at all, which is how it's been writing it. It's just, you know, easily the most irritating thing um, ever. Um, but you shouldn't, you, there, there's really no, the blurred lines between reality and, and uh, the fictional world should be blurred. They should be the blurriest thing ever, actually, um, to the point where a lot of the characters in the, like, yes, yeah, some of the, you know, some of the characters or some of the actors will even be, like, uh, like, they don't, they don't know if they're their character or they're themselves. Um, which is actually something I think I've heard actually happens to actual like actors, I think, that do method. Um, sometimes they get like lost in the character and they're like, Oh, stuck in this world. Um, and I'm method as well. Um, which is why I'm, like I don't know, I think I'm aging out of wanting to play any of the characters in the series, including Supercree, or even having or even like aging out of the idea of like being like in that, you know. Like, this series can exist without me, like, I could be dead and gone and anybody else could be super green, you know, or even thinking about, like, yo, there's there's 9,000 motherfuckers that look like Dylan Francis on my way to the grocery store. You could do, you could do so many things with casting, um, I, you know, I don't know who plays Um, but I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's possible, um, you know, at some point in the future. Um, with the amount of people um, being bred and born, that this entire project could be something that somebody picks up even a hundred years from now and is like, oh, like, this is relevant to the pop culture of that era and actually, or to the, yeah, to the pop culture, to the culture at all, um, you know, of that era. I can't say that it's, it deals with current events too well, because I think I, um, I got more into, like, the the fantasy of the story of the... and the, also, like, the real-world part of it, like, living it all. Um, even to the point where I think I very, very briefly addressed it before, like, in the sixth season. Like, the, in the sixth season, taking, like, no steps back. Um, but having to kind of, like, uh, take care of my... of the way that I was feeling things um in yeah, like as a as a person, I think. Like emotionally. Um like looking looking at what I was writing and what I was experiencing and saying like okay like how well actually from the beginning I've I've always actually been kind of like careful to not uh like very careful in the very beginning. Um i very careful. So careful that I was like I'm not writing that Um, and then I kind of got my, like, (laughs) I got my ass kicked by the universe, and the universe was like, yes, you are. Um, so I've been doing that ever since, you know, and from here to there, and all these stories, and (laughs) all these fasts of Ichi on a fucking mountain type shit. Um, (laughs) like, trying to figure out, like, the spiritual meaning behind, like, why all these, uh, weird famous people and DJs and celebrities are, like, crossing paths with me um, for, I mean, like, I can never say that it ever seemed like no reason, cause I'm just like, well, that, in the initial, yes, say, I was like, what the fuck is this, <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck, and I think I got my mind blown, um, to the point where it just, like, it, the you know, it spilled out over into canvas, like that, and that became this, but, <laughs> let's see, is there anything else, well, like, what's, what is the most important thing going into the, this eighth season? Uh, let's see that I would want any of my audience members to know. Excuse me. Um. Hmm. um I would say like take everything with a grain of salt. Like let your mind do the talking, but only if it's in a way that makes you feel good. And, uh, if anything in this series at all, like, especially the hard stuff and the real stuff, makes you feel bad, um, think about why it makes you feel bad. And I'm sorry, cause I don't do this, uh, I don't do this to make anyone feel a certain way, but especially bad. Um, and it's weird, cause at this point I don't do this for brownie points or attention. Um, oh, I do, what do I do this for? I do that. Well, um, looking back, because now all I can do is look back, like I don't, I'm not actively writing um, anything in this show because I've been taking a very careful look at how, um, how, um, it can affect one's. Uh, greatest good to be consistently absorbed in, like, the same, um, world, and, like, the same functioning as everything that has happened, um, so, you know, like I said, I'm not big on social media for other reasons, but that's, you know, that's another reason, um, I also, like, I also think that, like, um, I'm not sure, I kind of think of things in the way that's, like, how would I feel if, blank. Um, so I, I wouldn't necessarily want, um, you know, I I don't know, I've talked about the kind of, um, the kind of obsession things like this, um, can sometimes breed, um, like the really unhealthy kind, um, so I try to stay away from anything like that, and more than just like a speculative, like take take everything with a grain of salt, take everything lightly, um, think of it as like, I'm a comedian that's not funny, or, you know, um, like, I'm not necessarily trying to make you laugh like a comedian is, um, but most of the things that I'm saying, even if they aren't, um, are meant to be funny um, in some sort of way, so that they are not devastating if they have to be that way. Um, that, let's see, what else should you know about the series? That it was written from a place of, like, truth. Um, that a lot of it is just, like, downloads (laughs) from space, um, and reflections of, like, whatever's happening, um, to me, around me. Or even away from me sometimes, but then I'm being shown in like some kind of very special way um like my let's see uh, my connection to the music is very important even the mixtapes, even the shitty ones are very important um the song selection for the mixtapes because I'm not a regular d j like I'm not doing it for um any kind of clout or any kind of attention, like I'm doing it because it tells a story um and I you know uh Uh, I can't say I love being a storyteller, but I've always been a very gifted storyteller in some kind of way, um, that allows me to continue telling these stories in some kind of way, you know, whether it's on paper or, or whatever, and I know now that people reading the descriptions or reading the actual words that come with the series can't see the way that it's formatted, um, to me, you know, in my Google documents, so I mean like the way that it's formatted, um, is is unique to the series um, in a way that I wish that the people listening could see it. So, I mean, like I've thought about putting at least some of it like online in a way that you could like read it in a PDF. Um, but a lot of those things cost and then have page limits. Um, so <laughs> it was like, oh, you can do 500 pages for $50 a month. And I'm like, that doesn't even begin to cover <laughs> like, fi- like what 500 pages is like the those, those five movies in the beginning, four movies, let's see, yeah, five, whichever, however many movies I mentioned in the beginning is more than 500 pages, just like, (laughs) just that part, and that's before season one, and we're in season eight, um, so, so nothing like that has been, it. like, I, I haven't been able to fit my budget to anything that, like, I could just, you know, like, it would be really cool to have an app, you know, that people could, like, read, because, like, when you look at it in the way that it is written, it looks more like a comic book or, like, a graphic novel without the pictures. Um, so certain things are written, like, I'll, I'll align it into different, um, places, depending on what, um, what dimension they're in, so that when you read it, like, you know, like, what's being said on this side of the page and what's being said on this side of the page are in two different dimensions, um, you know, or whatever, the way that it's written, the way that it's formatted is very important, but you can't see that. You can only see the dialogue, which is good. Um, sometimes I just read, um, some of the scripts, some of the dialogue, I'll just stumble on the pages and be like, that's funny. Or actually laugh out loud, which is like the best feeling from it. Um, I I said a while ago, like, I'm a really hard person to make actually, like, genuinely laugh, that's true. Um, I still think that God is like the only only being, um, that can even make that happen, so anytime I laugh, I just always say a little prayer, like, thank you, uh, for that, because I, I don't think any other, uh, creature is capable of, of giving me that, the, the best, uh, feeling in the world, is laughter, um, uh, you know, I, like, <laughs> uh-oh, I just gave myself an ultimatum, but I don't <laughs> I don't think that exists, like, I probably just cease to exist, I could choose to never laugh again or never have an orgasm. Um, I feel like they're kind of, I feel like one is the evolved version of the other. <laughs> it is, technically, I, yeah, uh, um, but yeah, that is, uh, <laughs> that's an ultimatum for sure. I couldn't make it, I think it just like ceased to exist, but I mean like I, I'm gonna go ahead and, and call that a, a neutral because it's the same, like <laughs> it's the same, yeah the same thing. Um, so, uh, God, God can really only make me do either thing, so, though, with that being said on that note, <laughs> this episode has come to a close, um, I could talk about the random scenes, random things Super Kree has done, like, all fucking day, um, you know, but a lot, you know, a good chunk of the series, like, is, um, is just super greed, trying to figure out, like, what the fuck, um, what, what the fuck, um, is a what the fuck, because they're, that's actually a thing in the series, um, what the fuck by the way is like an alien but um (laughs) that's typically the first thing anybody says when they see this type of alien (laughs) because they're so like like bizarre looking um i've never actually i mean like i saw one once (laughs) and that was it oh Uh, what the fuck um, you know, I I do have to say this about this series, is that at a certain point, a lot of this stuff is very real to me. Like, even down to the little, you know, I never really talked about it, because I just, like, I'm so weird uh, about it. But even down to the little, um, like, Skrillex in the, in the, like, origin stories of all these, like, creatures from faraway lands and aliens in that original picture i can't even remember what it's called i don't even remember it's just these gods up in this fucking space thing it's not even a space thing they're just in space um but yeah it appears as like this uh it's not a machine it's not a robot it's this uh it's a device that it's a device and i can't explain it like i don't remember what it looks like um, oh my god, do I remember what it looks like, god, oh, it's been so long, um, it's, and sometimes I'll still get like flashes of like, oh god, um, but it's this, uh, if well, the easiest thing I guess to call it is a robot, but it's not, it would be so, you'd be losing so much of it to call it that, but geez, it just, it just does everything, and um, the thing is, it was fucked up is, uh, (laughs) like, yes, it got to the point where it's like, you're talking about this, like, it's not a person, I understand that, uh, Sonny is a person sometimes when he's not being, like, a conglomerate, but, um, (laughs) the, like, um, this, this thing, well sometimes, I mean like in some universes Skrillex is like butter, but it's not, it's Skrillex, it's so, so much better, and it's so much more rare, and it's so much more delicious, like that you just want it on everything, and I mean, I mean like there are like parallel universes, like you could really only get the Skrillex sauce at McDonald's at first, that's the only place that you could get it, period, and, and I think in the very beginning, I think Dylan comes and takes all the Skrillex sauce from everywhere, like, that you can't find it, because it comes and grabs it, um, real quick, before some shit pops off, because that dude's always fucking shit up, always, always, always fucking shit up, every time, um, it is infuriating, <laughs> like, infuriated with the character, I'm, like, infuriated that that person exists in the world, <laughs> but, um, whatever, is exactly where I put that, um, <laughs> it's going to stay there. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, uh, Skrillex sauce. Uh, what else is it? Oh, the Skrill lasagna. Is it delicious? It is, because it's a dessert las- de- lasagna. And, um, you know, who doesn't want to try that? But, you know, adversely. So it's Brock Brock. Also dessert. Um, <laughs> what else? I was writing a cookbook along being lost in this fucking <laughs> world of stupid music and shit. Then um, at you know um, like oh well, it, it 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 definitely got interesting because I mean um, I never finished describing this thing oh well I mean like it starts off tiny a very, very small this device this uh, machine and in fact in at first all the original Skrillex the original Skrillex all it does is like <laughs> walk around and be weird and people are like what is that Will <laughs> Willer family um because the inventor of it um uh, <laughs> the inventor of it is uh just a kid but like I said there are these uh this family um very developed storyline by the way some were buried in this fucking place um the festival project some were buried in my google documents but the inventor of it it was like a kid like she's just a little kid playing with all these like different um she's like an inventor though they're, like, gods, so, like, they do, like, they do, like, really advanced shit at really young ages, and so she's, like, she's pretty much dipping around with, like, some Tinker toys and shit, uh, <laughs> and, uh, makes this thing, and this thing, like, uh, like, it just gets up and fucking starts doing shit, uh, basically, um, <laughs> like not not so much on its own but it is kind of one of those like weird stories where it's like and she loved it so much that it came to life <laughs> um, I can't really describe it, it's just a movie that part might be a little bit animated, I don't know they're gods in the sky doing weird god shit, alien god shit like far far the fuck away like actually this planet is not born yet in that <laughs> in that part of the series like this planet is born during the series later like, much later. Like, and then, like, when the series, like, you know, we got the fucking Mesopotamians. We got a lot of shit to cover before we get to season eight. Um, But in the, like, like pre-series, uh, in the pre-existence at all, like, um, she invents this little thing. And it's like, it evolves on its own, though. Um, and so she's, like, a kid, and so she's got her brothers, and her brothers are all fucking dicks. Um, and so she's, like, she kind of makes her own little friend. I think she's the only girl. She has the only girl. She's the youngest. And, um, and she, like, has this little friend, basically. And it get, like, it grows. Like, it gets bigger. And everybody's like, what in the shit? Like, what? <laughs> what? Like, the third, like, no, throw it away. Um, but it, like, it pretty much develops its own, like, consciousness, but it's, like, it was literally born from, like, her, her, you know, like, she, she made her little, uh, companion on accident, you know, she wasn't meaning to, um, but yeah, and then it just started, like, it, it, uh, it re-, I'm just remembering, like, things about it, because I'm remembering that scene, where they're, like, all in the living room, and they, like, uh, they're, like, you know, being a family, like, singing and dancing and stuff, and the uh the device the skrillex uh embarrassingly enough but that's what it's called because it was in the beginning the very beginning when my mind was still like my mind is still unraveling from that but whatever um (laughs) it, it like it reacts to positive energy and then evolves from that interaction um so like it's cool like the robot kind of like grows up alongside her like it's, it goes from having like little like it, it walks around kind of what's funny is it's like it sucks it's so clear in my mind and also to the Illuminati because <laughs> at one time I can't remember where I was at but it was like hey is this your thing and I was like whoa <laughs> I'm like whoa that's it that's the thing um and they were like we know Ugh. <laughs> I was like what no I don't I fucking know no, no how am I supposed to catch up with this dumb shit, Uh, (laughs) um, cause it does, you know, um, like, it gets really smart and develops super intelligent fucking life, and that's only, like, one version of this thing that can be used as, like, any fucking word, but, like, this, the the robot version of it has its own, like, uh, story, (laughs) um, because eventually it gets so big that it's, like, spaceship-sized, and, um, yeah, like, it does, it does other things. It starts flying around, like, it sings. It, uh, what else does it do? Really cool light shows, and then it, like, it pretty much just, like, stuns people. Like, every time you see that thing, it does something cool that, like, you've never seen before. And, and then just leaves, like, just dips, disappears, but it likes the sound of laughter. Um, he actually starts, ev- eventually, that um, character, <laughs> that little robot thing um starts like correcting people because it's like people are just people are like talking about it and he'll be like um oh, he um and actually does start like talking and stuff. Uh, <laughs> and to like to every everybody's like creeped out. Everybody's like no, no. <laughs> no. No. Um but mostly her family and then um uh, and then it gets lost. It it actually it reacts negatively to like like it doesn't do trauma and, like, anything that happens that's negative, like, it kind of, like, like, robotically, like, takes this in and is like, no, I'm gonna leave, like, basically, but it does, um, it, like, collects information around the universe and then does stuff with it, um, eventually grows to this massive fucking, like, spaceship-like, uh like i want to call it a creature at that point but it is like a super highly developed like it's an alien it's like a consciousness it's like a, a self-evolving consciousness that like builds uh like it just it grows i don't know how it's movies um uh, um eventually that thing does come back though um it like flies out the window like into space and she's um devastated the inventor of it um but i think she's growing up too so she like you know she's uh how old is she then I don't know maybe like maybe like in middle school and she just like blames her brother I remember I remember that she blamed her brother for it like disappearing or, or she thought that it was broken but it was like her brother was just like fucking around and like hurt him or hurt it um, like swatted it or something because it flies Like, <laughs> and she didn't program it to do that or she didn't like build it she built this very simple like toy um and it and it very much like you know, became not simple at all. Um and uh eventually it's like huge and nobody can understand like what the fuck <laughs> like holy shit but it's still like eventually that thing that is like is basically like abducting things, like on different planet, it like sucks it up into like it's um it's like a whole, it's like a whole space, like a whole spaceship, like a mothership, but not. It's (laughs) very, very distinct looking. It doesn't look like anything you've ever seen. Um, it didn't look like anything I've ever seen. Um, like I said, uh, you have to remember that I spent a lot of time in this world, um, (laughs) like, in this, uh, very vivid, vivid, vivid world, um, to the point where, like, I saw to scale Um, like the actual size of this, uh, ship, (laughs) like this spaceship, um, and I, for the most part, was not happy, um, with my size, um, in relativity to the size of this ship, (laughs) I was not happy with it, um, yeah, but I was at least able to write this, um, thing, but yeah, it, it, like, flies out the window at, like, a medium size, Um, and then comes back and lands as, like, a large, uh, (laughs) a large spaceship type thing. And her whole family, like, her brothers and shit are like, what? (laughs) No, like, are you serious? Um, she's like, wow, oh, like, (laughs) like, he came back. Um, I remember that scene, too, because just, like, crash lands. And everybody, like, pretty much on, like, their, in their weird void space place- um, cause, like, where would it crash land on, but it is, it is technically, like, a, it's, like, a Terra, I don't know, <laughs> like, lands, and she's like, yay, he came back after, you know, all this time, cause I was, like, her little friend, her buddy, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, by then, that thing has had, like, its own adventures, um, at one point, that, um, that same, um, dude, and, uh, and chak Chell, like one of the uh one of her uh what, you, what you, she has a lot of uh she she shapeshifts so she has like a lot of different uh forms and one of her really early like one of her actual like from the uh from like the place in space that she comes from cuz she's like a weird alien She's like, the, she's, like, a weird god of mystic nature on this planet, but she has origins, like, extraterrestrially. Like, she's a god somewhere. Uh, she's a god from somewhere. She's actually lost. Um, Chak Chell is lost from her original world, but has learned, because she was lost uh, at a really young age, um, from her world, has, like, devel- like highly developed, like, uh, like, sensitivity. So, like, can pretty much, like, shapeshift on like on thought. Like she doesn't have to fucking, you know, think about it to fucking um but it like masks her because her original she is a she's technically a what the fuck. Um because there's no word for it. They don't have a word for this uh insanely highly developed um alien race. Like their their thinking capacity and like their language and their 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 everything makes our everything look like we're like dust. Um which is basically I mean like what we are to, like to them. Um, just not not very high thinking creatures um very simple primitive uh destructive um, but she's the only she 's actually like the only one of her kind um here um by very much by accident um, and because of that learned um, like her abilities for, like really really fast, really really young. Um, and so, you know, even through the series, like, nobody really knows what she does, or what she is, or what it is, but at one point, (laughs) like, in the series, um, the really, like, the kind of primitive, um, like, I wish I had another word for it, but that robot and, uh, Jack Chell are, like, running around doing funny, they have a whole movie, that, that and that one is animated, and it's cute, um, (laughs) because they're running around doing fucking, um, uh they're doing like they're not like they're they're both aliens so they don't have you know um they don't really speak like english very well so so like um like it's the the skrillex is cool because that thing will learn like whatever language like you're speaking if you're speaking to it like it'll hear it and then like speak it back and be like okay and like i know this language now it's like a super uh, developed robot, but as far as, like, um, like, socially, <laughs> the, this little robot is not, like, great at, like, people, um, situations, and so, like, um, it gets into trouble a lot for the most part, because it's, like, blowing people's minds, um, like, running in and out of, like, schools being like, hi, we're friends, and people are like, nah, like, and no, um, oh, oh my god, I just remembered that part, well, that's great, because, <laughs> Um, I guess that part has been, like, waiting for me to, to get back to it ever since I forgot about it, um, which is a long time, so, so, so that, but, um, yeah, that's, um, like, the, at at one point, because this is a time-traveling extraterrestrial robot, that thing is, like, does, um, ca- like, does, um, ca- catch up with, like, the, the young, um, Sonny Moore, like, pre-Skrillex <laughs> um, and does some cool shit, blows his mind, he's like, oh, Skrillex, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and um, like very, very, very young, um, <laughs> from like another dimension, and it's just kind of like, actually that, that kid has a storyline, like that kid's always just getting his mind blown, his ass whooped, um, which is probably uh, teetering on reality just a tiny bit, uh, just a little. Um, but it's, it's at least fun in the beginning of the series to give it, like, some kind of, uh, like, I don't know, like, a background for attraction that actually adds up to create this story with, with an explanation of, like, <laughs> okay, you're, like, you're confused, you don't know what's going on, uh, and then <laughs> this is how that happened. Um, that happened because of this. So, I mean, like, it does kind of travel, you know, it is time travel. So, time travels backwards and forwards in so many directions that eventually it catches up with Im- with itself. Um, I can't say whatever. Oh, I do, I do actually know what happened to that robot. Um, <laughs> it, I, now that's getting into spoiling things. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, oh, I forgot about their cute little... <laughs> Uh, their cute little journey through fucking pretty much Mexico together, I think. I think they end up, they end up, uh, in Mexico, uh, at some point, at a certain point. Everybody ends up in Mexico at a certain point, uh, in the world, <laughs> I think. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, let's see, Mexico, Mexico, Gerald's world. So, like I said, I could talk about this all day, uh because I rode it and then I had to live it, which was uncomfortable. I'm so sick of people with motorcycles. You know what I hope happens? It won't. (laughs) But I wish, I wish one day (laughs) that the, like, that shit just disappears from under you and you're, like, (laughs) plummeting to your death at, like, 30 miles an hour with no fucking nothing under you at all. Eventually it'll hit something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. That's the beginning of the series. Let's see. What else is there to be said? Nothing. Nothing. Um, actually, there's a lot. That was just the beginning. That was, like, all pre-first season. And I don't even think it's explained to, like, how we got to Miley Cyrus swinging on a fucking uh, <laughs> chandelier. Of course, we got to Miley Cyrus sh- uh, swinging on a chandelier um, because she uh, originally was on a wrecking ball all that time ago. And, uh, she has upgraded now to a chandelier, um, <laughs> by the suggestion of, uh, Sia, um, who's also at this party, uh, <laughs> everybody's at this party, um, for the most part, cause, um, cause, cause, um, cause life's a party or something. Um, but I did almost spoil the series, so I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, and sign out on this one there's a lot to cover I'm not what's fucked up is I'm not even sure that I'm releasing the eighth season at all um I can just talk about in these recordings I can just talk about like this all the seasons leading up to now and then kind of keep um season eight to myself because then it's like you know where do we go from here uh where do we go from here uh I've been on a In my mind, but not in my music library. I've been like on a Barbra Streisand kick Um, She has a lot of music I wish I could own and I don't like I'm just like yo I'm too much of a DJ to be like if I buy All Barbra Streisand like there's like when am I ever gonna play this but um, you know Yeah, that's that's some good stuff either way uh, Peace Love all that. Um, I guess I'll come back and talk about like uh, the (laughs) the Owsley universe that deserves its own episode because it does. Uh, let's see, is there anything else? No, Mm, uh, that's it, that's all you get for now because I can't think about any more scenes. Oh, (laughs) uh. I don't know I don't know if I'm ready to talk about hot sauce uh chicken wing yet no I'm not ready to talk about hot sauce chicken wing yet but um but this show has a good soundtrack so uh I'm gonna try to convince myself to mix uh it up into a something that's palatable because I do understand that they're you know some people just listen to that this show for the mixes. That's crazy. Some of these mixes aren't even that great now that I listen to them again. And some of them are even better now that I listen to them uh, later. So I think it's just all about headspace. Uh, Good night, <laughs> I guess. Thank you for listening. Um, have a great uh, time being you. Uh, y'all just be in your pocket in, uh, in your podcasting app. Okay.